Welcome to episode 355 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast, a podcast about life if your life is all about parkrun. I am Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I'm Simon Mackley and I'm coming to you from Kwandamooka country. You're back in Kwandamooka country now, Simon. I am in, back in Kwandamooka country, yes. Because you were down my way on the weekend. Did you go to, Did you run a marathon that I didn't know about? No, I did not. I yeah, I, I didn't know it was Melbourne Marathon weekend when I planned this. I came down for a concert and then stayed on to do a park run in Victoria. Tell me about the concert. It's not that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you came all the way to Melbourne. Oh, I did. Okay. So my best mate and I have been to a couple of concerts in the cities that we – like he, he lives in – Victoria. Obviously, I was living in Sydney. He came up to Sydney and we saw them there. And then, yeah, I came down this time to see them. So it was. It's a group called Blissanezzo. They're touring an album they released fifteen years ago. Okay. So yeah, it was some um, yeah small little venue in in Melbourne. Um, yeah, but it was really good. What type of music? Hip hop, Australian hip hop. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you could excuse me if I if I wasn't familiar with the name. No, that's okay. They they are actually a Sydney hip hop group, but we we'd normally go to a Hilltop Hoods concert, which they're based in Adelaide. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. I, I like to learn. <laughs> yeah. As long as you had a good time. No, I had a great time, and the weather was beautiful on Wednesday. <laughs> it was the only day it was beautiful. <laughs> Well, you know, you get all the different seasons when you come to Melbourne. Life's never boring here. Correct. But I think I got the same season for about three days running. <laughs> that is life, though, yes. You can go back up to your all-the-time hot state. <sighs> and you'll be regretting it. You'll be oh, I wish I was back in Melbourne. It was so lovely and cool. I know. It, it was lovely and cool. Like when I left on Saturday afternoon, it was 10 degrees in Melbourne. And when I arrived into Brisbane, it was 23 I can remember going to Darwin on my one trip to Darwin and I got off the plane at midnight, blasted with hot air, yep. and I'm thinking it's like the exhaust from the engines or something. <laughs> so I'm going to, uh, it's midnight, right? Yeah. And then I'm walking along the tarmac and I'm like, oh, no, this is just the temperature here. <laughs> exactly. That's why they have two seasons, dry and wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. Where did you get to on your park run day this week, Mel? Well, I told everybody at the end of last episode that I had a very big weekend because my daughter was getting married. So I headed down the peninsula, the Mornington Peninsula, on Thursday of last week. Now, I haven't scripted this. I normally would script my, <laughs> my recap, but, yeah, I haven't. I'm going off the cuff, so... There you go. But uh, I had a really wonderful time at my daughter's wedding. It's very special to see one of your children get married and see the happiness and the joy and uh, play a bit of a special part in the actual day. So that all went quite well. I'm trying to think if I've got an anecdote. See, this is why I script things. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Then I don't draw blanks, but no, it was uh, it stayed dry for her wedding. Excellent. Which was good. And the next morning I got up and I joined my sister Cassie for Rosebud Park Run. 
Weather was not so good for the morning. <laughs> Rosebud Park Run is on the lands of the Bunyurong people. And it was blowing a gale. There was spray coming. Well, it was just rain, let's be frank. And uh, conditions were not pleasant. Did you get in for the swim afterwards? Did not get in because <laughs> you were wet enough, <laughs> and neither was my sister very keen for the swim, so it wasn't even brought up. There was no raised eyebrows or rolled eyes or anything. It was just let's. She basically only runs for the coffee. Okay, and That's so fine. she was she was keen just to get to brunch as quickly as possible. And Look, it wasn't about times this week. It was really nice just to have a relaxed run chat. So that's yep. what, what we did, just ran and chatted the whole way and then scooted over the road where I found a theatre-themed cafe wine bar. Oh. So that took my eye. I was like pointing to it, trying to get a photo of myself pointing to the wine bar and scooted in there with all the like jokes that I would have alcohol for breakfast and uh, turns out I could. Yay. (laughs) After keeping myself tidy and staying sober the night before at my daughter's (laughs) wedding. (laughs) Well done. Morning mimosas. Yay. happy with that. Definitely. So highly recommend. (laughs) Nice one. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty cash. Had a pretty pretty cash morning and, uh, yeah, then just back home. Virginia's Sunday morning where I was RD. Excellent. How many kids did you have? Oh, eight. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Huge numbers for us. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, no. It was a quiet morning at Junior's um, and we had we had volunteers from interstate. We had a group of volunteers from over at Thorndon Junior Park Run who came over to experience our lovely little event and help us out. So that was really good. SA representing. Absolutely. So we appreciated those guys coming over and helping and um, was very happy to show off our little bush track. But not much else to say other than that. Simon, so you probably got a little bit more of an adventure going on than I did. <laughs> I did. I um yeah so I as I said I was in I was in Melbourne I uh, ventured out to Gels in uh, Warundri country on the lands of the Bunurong and Woiwurrung people not so th- those before <laughs> they were a mouthful um, mm-hmm. so I was actually surprised at how how good Gels was um, the weather wasn't looking great when I was heading out there um, so I was just I was like you I was just going to take it easy I had no expectations of time or anything like that so. Yeah, I was just focused on getting my J locked in. Um, and I know that I passed a lot of park runs on the way there, but it was important for me living in a state that doesn't have a J to get that J done. Um, but yeah, so there was about 40 first timers there, um, apart from me. And it seemed that most of them were from Brisbane as well and were down there for marathon weekend. Yeah, and I actually, I didn't even hear any international tourists when they called for who was touristing. doesn't surprise me because it's not exactly an easy park run to get to if you haven't got a car. Yeah, I Ubered it both ways. And the Uber driver that picked me up, he said to me, 
when I took this job, I had no idea where I was going. All I could see was it was the middle of a park. And when I got here, I just had to drive slowly and I enjoyed it. And I'm going to come back here and just chill. And I was like, good. I'm glad I've been helpful for you. <laughs> I was going to, that was going to be my next question, Simon, because Gels Park is a very large recreational green space yep. in the suburbs. How did you go locating the start point? So, I used the 5K app. Um, I had a good idea if I headed for, I think it's called Madeline's. Yes. Um, if I headed for that, then I would be close to it. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, the taxi dropped, sorry, the Uber dropped me off a little bit before that. And so I was like, oh, okay, I now need to put the 5K app on and do the walking directions. But as soon as I got sort of over the hill a bit, I could see, was it called Yabby Hill? the new um, playground there and I could see people bringing things like bringing the flags from the cars and that sort of thing. I was half an hour early as well. So I was thinking I'm going to be, yeah. Oh, you're in Brisbane time. (laughs) Well, an eight o'clock start in Melbourne is like seven o'clock here. So it was, yeah, it was very, very similar, but yeah. Um, But yeah, I always try to get to an event early if I don't know where I'm going just to make sure that I don't miss it. I do try to get there early too, and my sister was not so appreciative of that as we stood <laughs> sheltered behind a building in oh. the strong winds. She's like, why are we here already? Yeah. <laughs> There's nobody here. <laughs> I'm, I'm normally pretty good with it, but I've got to say, when I went to Casula a couple of months ago, I was totally at the wrong end of the park thinking, where is everyone? And then I realised when I could see people two and a half kilometres away, that I was going to have to run very quickly to get there. Hmm. Horror. <laughs> exactly. <And laughs> I realised when I looked at the Consolidated Club report, Simon, that you had a friend. Yeah. I, there was definitely a Parker and Adventurer there who you have reliably told me her name is Andrea, but mm-hmm. I didn't unfortunately, I unfortunately didn't get to speak to her. No, but Gels is Andrea's home park run and I've come across and I have met Andrea at Yu Yang's um, earlier last year. So shout out. Hi, Andrea. I know she's a listener. So unfortunate you didn't get to meet her, Simon. I, yeah, I didn't get to speak to her. I was actually standing very close to her at one stage, but, yeah, I didn't actually, yeah, I didn't get to speak to her. But she was, yeah, she was talking to a lot of people and it sounded like she hadn't been there in a while because she was catching up with some of the regulars. Very good. So let's have a look at news and discussion. So last week, um, Parkrun released the Christmas Compendium. Calling it Christmas Compendium, it is obviously New Year's as well. So both Christmas Day and New Year's Day, is gonna, they're going to fall on a Monday this year. So remember that every event team is under no obligation to put on an event on that day. Um, and any events that don't state their intentions by Monday the 11th, sorry, on Monday the 11th of December, will appear on the compendium as not taking place. So check after that date at uh, parkrun.com.au forward slash special dash events uh, slash, or you can also see it on the 5K app under utilities and then in special events. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I actually had a look today to see how many have said yes and how many have said no and how many are undecided. So, so far, like as of 2 o'clock this afternoon, there was 47 that have said yes to Christmas Day already and 40 that have said no. Uh, 50 have said yes to New Year's Day and 35 have said no. 
So there's still quite a lot of events that haven't stated whether they're on or not, um, or they might not have even seen the email yet. That's actually pretty good numbers, though, considering it was like only been available to update for a week. Exactly. Yeah, it's only been out for a couple of days and we already know, yeah, what's that, 87, we know either yes or no for Christmas Day and 85 for New Year's Day. Great. I'll have to jump on after we finish recording and check if the event that I've got earmarked for New Year's Day is uh, declared yet. Ah, okay. <laughs> Interesting. You know, I had a little scout around to see if, yeah, events that I have my eye on whether they're yeah, yeah, going ahead or not, but, yeah, most of them have not actually stated. So since you've moved to Queensland, Simon, have you got your regular – do you do Christmas Day park run? I've never done a Christmas Day per park run. Oh. It's always kind of been a rule in our house that Christmas Day is, is a family thing. I, it's not the day I can sneak out, whereas New Year's Day is always the day I can sneak out because no one's up. <laughs> So, um, yes, I've never done a Christmas Day one. Well, back when I lived in the southeast, it, you, it was tradition that Berwick Springs Park Run did New Year's Day and Frog Hollow Park Run did Christmas Day. So the two events quite close together were sort of the only, t the first two probably in the area to launch. Yep. So they shared between them the those two events. So I always went to Frog Hollow and when I came over to the west, Toolan Creek does Christmas Day. So that is my traditional okay. enjoyment to go Christmas morning to Toolan Creek. Cool. And I've been doing it for so long that it's just normal for Zoe that I, I'm nicks off to park run quickly in the morning. She doesn't come <laughs> with you? No. <laughs> I think she did a couple of times. Okay. But no, not now. She's a teenager. Those <laughs> days are gone. But, Simon, um, there was another change that happened recently and it's the most events table around the world has had amendments to how many different park runs that you need to complete to appear. Now, Australia has doubled from 20 events to 40 and the UK from 20 events to 50. New Zealand, however, has dropped, I believe, from 20 to 10. Yeah, when I was looking at this list, there was actually no country that was was as 20 anymore. So okay. 20 used to be that that line in the sand. The across the board. So now every country seems to have a different a different number. So some of those smaller countries have a much lower number. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it was inter in an interesting move. I don't know what's behind it. Oh, well, I'm safe. <laughs> oh, me too. You're very safe. I wonder if they changed anything for the like other metrics like largest – Groups, for example. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't know. No, I haven't looked for a while. But, yeah, a few changes going on behind the scenes, it would seem. Yeah. Let's look at Dazza's. So at Dazza, this, at Dazza's this week, Dazza wants to celebrate everything today. <laughs> it's Adventure Day, Dessert Day, Chess Day and Universal Music Day. Come on in, tell us about your morning and place your adventurous, sweet, strategic or melodic orders. So just some of the 173 comments are Helen Rutter. 
today got WI13 at Ashington Community Woodland Park Run, that's a mouthful, and completed Northeast England region. Caught up with a few friends, including adventurers Graham and Claire, plus Elliot Lyon and Park Faft for a while. And to top that off, I got 71% age grade, which was my fastest run post-pandemic. And there was a picture of... Yeah, picture of Andy, Helen, Elliot, Claire, and we don't know who the other person was, um, with the Ashington Community Woodland pop-up sign. Yes, and Claire also posted with another photo from the same event with a larger group of people. So it looks like it was quite the meet-up. Nice. And you did know that WI13 is their Wilson Index, right, Simon? No, I thought it was like their postcode because they have like (laughs) SE3. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming it's Wilson Index. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Unless telling us postcodes is a new thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we also heard from Craig Ryan. Rebecca and I completed our pilgrimage to Bushy Park Run. Rebecca was very excited with a relatively round finishing position of 1,200. Wow. We highly recommend anyone who is thinking about doing Bushy to go and complete it. You won't be disappointed. And we had a photo of Craig and Rebecca over there with the Bushy pop-up sign. Looks like they're having a ball over there, those two. So very jealous. 1,200 is huge. (laughs) And I take it that Rebecca probably wasn't last either. Yeah, don't know. Let me pop over quickly and have a look at the Consolidated Club report. I'll keep going with the next one. So Adrian Royce. So I know Adrian quite well, actually. So he said, I proposed to my sweetheart at Wishart Parkrun. Take a look at this video to see her response. Now, he has kind of glossed over something. It was also Adrian's 500th park run. So I was unfortunately in Melbourne. I wanted to be there um, yeah, to celebrate with Adrian, but um, yeah, looks like he had a fantastic time. So he attached a link to his photo, which shows his rather musical proposal. I did watch this, but we also had Michael Little who said we twisted to wish out this morning for Adrian Royce's 500th and John Whit- John White's 250th. We were also lucky enough to witness a wedding proposal. Congratulations to Adrian and Lynette. So it was quite the video. I did have a look and uh, he was singing to a Kermit the Frog song. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, made his proposal to his new fiancé. So there you go. There's lots of that going around, isn't there? Yeah, I love, like, they were all dressed up as well. Yes, lots of blue. Indeed. Blue for the 500. Congratulations, Adrian. Oh, and can I just add for uh, Rebecca Ryan coming 1,200th at Bushy, there was 1,328 runners. Wow. So she was far from last. Definitely. <laughs> there was another 128 people after her. That's a lot of tailwalkers. Hmm. Uh, next we heard from Mark Scarborough. So he said, Vordersee Parkrun Nuremberg, Germany, my 50th different parkrun course. Amanda the ED from Riverbank Parkrun was also here. So there was a photo of the Scarboroughs and friends with a selfie frame in front of the lake. And congratulations on your cow, Mark. Yes, well done, Marvellous Mark. I'm assuming that Amanda might have been one of those people in the selfie frame photo, but I wasn't sure, so I couldn't say. Sure. 
Mm. We also heard from Heather Hunter. I adventured to Albert Melbourne Park Run this morning with almost 700 others. They welcomed 55 first time ever park runners. And Heather shared a photo of herself with Albert the Black Swan, the mascot, in the selfie frame there in front of the lake at Albert Melbourne. And uh, fun fact, adventurer Thomas Martin was also there. Well done on your first finisher at Albert Thomas. That's like no mean feat, seriously, out of 700 people. So we'll claim him, adventurer Thomas Martin. Um, but also Felicity Castellan and Kay Anthony were also there and there were 689, so big numbers for Albert, but that's, of course, because of the Marathon Weekend, uh, one of the easiest park runs to get to if you're staying in Melbourne CBD. Definitely. It would have been much closer for me to get there than to gels, but yes. But you've already done it because I did it when you came. <laughs> you have. So next we heard from Sue Smith, Mini Frond at Chipping Norton for their 200th event. So Sue shared a photo of a Mini Frond at Chipping Norton, Chipping Norton's 200th event. And Andrew also added a photo in his new Adventurers singlet with his Adventurers blue car. The other Adventurers were Louise and Gustav Garbers and Natalie Wilson. I was pretty happy to see uh, Andrew post that photo of him in his car. I think he calls his car Bluey. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. And his new singlet that's just arrived in the mail. Yeah, my shirt arrived while I was away. I wish I'd had it with me. Would have been handy. Would have been, yes. <laughs> now, lastly, we heard from Claire Corkle. Cupcakes for Jack Corkle's 250th at Mount Penang. Woohoo! And there was a photo there of Jack with a green 250th cupcake. So, well done, Jack. Nice work, Jack. Okay. Have you got the envelope? Yes, I do. Oh, good. I do. Um, it is on my desk. I don't need to look for it because I'm organised. <laughs> that I am not uh, casting shade on any of my co-workers <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, not at all. But anyway, I shall announce the winner this week. The Obi goes to... Scarborough over there at Fortisea Park Run. Hooray! Yay! Well done, marvellous Mark. Are you coming home? When are you coming home? I was about to say, <laughs> when are the Scarboroughs coming home? And where's our roving reports from overseas? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Um, anyway, I think it's about time we have a listen to the birthday boy. Howdy, it's the birthday boy here with some of the goings on for November 2023. November is another busy month for park runs. Not as many as October, but there are still 40 odd events celebrating something. This month has four park run days with week one on the 4th, week two on the 11th, Week 3 is on the 18th and week 4 the 25th of the month. A reminder first, with the standard anniversary caveat, events may celebrate what they like, when they like. So please, check all details with the local source, i.e. their webpage and or their Facebook page. This is especially true for dress-ups, cakes, etc. Is there anyone joining Main Beach and New Farm on 12? Brrr, yes, woohoo! Albert Park Run, Melbourne joins the 12 Club as the third event in the nation 
and begins the second state of parkrun in Australia. So does that make it the second best state versus Queensland, i.e. not the greatest? <clears throat> Mel, not that it's a competition. Now let's check out the first anniversaries. We have Jurian Bay Foreshore in WA on the 11th and Prince of Wales in Victoria on the 18th. Welcome to the One Club. In November, we have three events celebrating their parkrun independence. We have Southbank and Sandgate in Queensland, plus Launceston in Tasmania. Congrats. To round out exciting anniversaries, we have the Tens, three this month. Maitland, New South Wales, Diamond Creek, Victoria, and that great little lollipop course, Minibi, Queensland. Now, along with Kate Reed, Tasmania from last month, we have events in November that were delayed from starting earlier in 2020. We have Our Park, Tasmania, Garvey Park, WA, and Centenary, Queensland, all getting their chance to start. As with all parkrun adventures, the parkrun cancellations page is a valuable tool. See parkrun.com.au forward slash cancellations. The official cancellation page contains information for the coming weekend plus two further weeks. So be sure to check it again mid-month. Well, see you next month for some more birthday boy banter. And be sure to let Mel and who knows, hopefully Ollie, know if you have any requests. And thanks for that. Uh, birthday boy. So Albert Parkrun Melbourne gets another mention in the pod this week. So turning 12 in November. And I can't believe that it's been a year already since Powell and Durian Bay launched. That's, yeah, it doesn't feel like a year ago at all. And birthday boy, I'm sorry to disappoint that it's actually me on deck and not Ollie. But, you know, you get what you get. You don't get upset. <laughs> <laughs> It's life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> exactly. So how is the Consolidated Club report looking, Mel? I'm glad you asked, Simon. Uh, the Adventurous Consolidated Club report for Saturday, the 14th of October, 2023, of a total of 477 members, which incidentally is the same as last week, so no growth, no growth. We did not go up. 366 took part on this date in seven countries across 191 locations. In the UK, there were adventurers at 30 events. So that's huge. That's huge for us in the UK. It's there getting were two bigger. Event- Sorry? Sorry, I said it's getting bigger. It is. <laughs> there were two in Italy and the USA and one event in Germany and South Africa. Locally, we had adventurers at... 41 events in New South Wales, 40 events in Queensland, 36 in Victoria, 9 in WA, 8 in South Australia, the ACT and North Island had 6, Tassie had 4, South Island had 3 and 2 in the Northern Tree. And Melissa has learnt that you should not pop a Tic Tac in your mouth just before recording. Anyway, um, how were our international friends, Simon? I'm glad you asked, Mel. So internationally, Ashington Community Woodland had four, 
which was Patricia and Andy Rutter, Graham Wilkinson and Claire Vinicic. And we had four also at Vaudersea in, was it Nuremberg, where the Scarborough family were. Fantastic. Now, locally, there was a front of nine at Shell Harbour and there was a front of six at two events. Campbelltown in, is Campbelltown in New South Wales? Yes, it is. Okay, thank you. There we had Sam and Luke Schroeder, Roberta Roberta Winters, Jan Yates, Sherry Brantman and Amy Miller. And in the greatest state at Parkville, Tracy Jensen, Adrian Homburg, Scott Trickett, Julie Wells and Julie and Gordon Turner. So there you go, schlaber people down there helping the numbers and touristing at Parkville. Wow. Now, we also had PBs, adventurer PBs even. There was one, Caroline Richardson, A5416967, ran a PB at Elliot Heads Beach at 2538. Congratulations, Caroline. Well done, Caroline. And we had some adventurer milestones. So the following people ran milestones. As we mentioned earlier, Jack Corkle, A3813386, he ran his 250th. We had Malcolm Peaty, A5738522. He ran his 100th milestone. And Natalie Burke, A1445243, ran her 50th. And remember, if you'd like us to track these achievements, you can add the Adventurers Club as one of your five affiliated clubs in your Parkrun profile. Absolutely, certainly can. Now, Simon, we had a few launches as well. In Australia, there was a new event called Two Rivers Wines in New South Wales in Denman, which is approximately 250 kilometres north of Sydney. Now, the course is a single lap at Two Rivers Wines, which I believe is a winery, run entirely on trail paths. The description states that it has stunning panoramic views of the Hunter River and there were 114 participants, of which 25 ran their very first park run. That's an awesome start, 25 newbies. Mm. We We had one in the UK called Aston Hall. So that's in Birmingham. The course is two times two laps of adjacent fields. The first two laps around the main field are a mixture of grass and pavement before crossing through a set of gates to complete two laps of the smaller field, which is a mix of grass, uneven woodland ground and a small stretch of pavement. It had 67 participants and one person running for the very first time. Now, there was actually three all up this week in the UK. Now, the second of those was Tamworth Castle Grounds. This is in Tamworth, Staffordshire, and it says the course is run on a mixture of concrete and tarmac paths. It consists of two laps. The majority is flat with one small incline and decline. The route provides views of both the rivers Anchor and Tame, the castle and the snow dome, as well as passing all the planets in our solar system. 200 participants with five running their very first park run. Now, I thought that was quite an interesting course description with castles and snow domes, not to mention solar systems, Simon. What? The actual. It seems crazy. And to see two rivers as well. Like, it must be like on a peninsula or something. I don't know, but it sounds fun. It sounds fun. It sounds like it's going to be very scenic. And the last one we had in the UK that launched was called Warden Park Run. 
and that is in Warden Park, Leyland. It's a two-lap course starting adjacent to the Folly Cafe, uh, sorry, Folly Coffee House. The course description mentions football pitches, single track through woodlands, a mini railway and a maze, and may not be suitable for buggies. They had 217 runners and eight of those were completing their very first park run. Sounds like lots of adventures to be had over there in the UK. I know, they're so lucky. Three in one weekend. They're still filling gaps. I know. (laughs) Wrecking people's Voronoise or whatever they're called. (laughs) Yeah, I I can't say that word either. (laughs) I'm just happy I'm still a dot. Yeah, excellent. I'm glad (laughs) to hear it. (laughs) Now, gosh, Simon, it's going to be a short pod this week. It will. We haven't got anything scheduled for looking forward but obviously we do have something to look forward to next week those of us who are attending the panorama punish event and heading up to the area of bathurst i mean the great car race was just two weeks ago i think so yeah it wasn't last weekend was it no because we mentioned it in the pod last week there was the kiwi reference because there was the (laughs) Winner with the not very Kiwi-sounding name. See, I remember these things. Van Gisbergen. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yes, so we'll all be heading off for our little frond up at Bathurst for the Panorama Punish. If you are in the vicinity, please feel free to join us at Mount Panorama for the Punish. I'm sure you'd be welcome to run volunteer or spectate. You won't be able to come, will you, Simon? Because you live in Queensland now. I do, and I'm going to a wedding this weekend. So yeah, oh. I definitely will not be yeah, will not be attending. Where are you heading though on this next park run day? Well, being that last year when we attended, we went to Bathurst Park Run. This year we are going to attend a different event obviously, to adventure and get a new event. And we're going to go to Orange. Now, I don't know anything about Orange other than its name. So I haven't even looked it up. I'm just going to discover it when I arrive. Oh, you're in for a treat. Good. You're in for a treat indeed. (laughs) It's apparently a lovely town. I've got a friend of mine they used to work with now lives out there. But yeah, it's full of wineries and food and all sorts of things. Excellent. I'll be able to adventure and find out all the things and maybe they've got something giant for me to investigate. I don't know. What about you, Simon? Where are you going? I will be heading to Kira because, as I just mentioned, I'm going to a wedding on Saturday afternoon for one of my cousins. So, yeah, I'll be doing Kira for I think it's the fourth or fifth time. It's a flat one right next to the ocean. It's uh, Yeah, I love going to Kira, actually. So I'll be running there from the accommodation and then running it and then running home. I have done Kira and I did enjoy it. So I agree. It's a nice one. Are the koalas still there? I'm sure they are. The last time I drove past, there was definitely at least one still there. But Mm. I'm sure there's there's still more along there. Very good. So for those listening, uh, they have some large koala statues that must have been a feature of some sort of event or festival in the past because they were scattered all around the city. Maybe it was like um, one of those expos you have up there. What are they called? Yeah, I I don't know what it actually was for. I I do know what you're talking about, but I'm wondering whether it was for the Commonwealth Games. Oh, yeah. Might have been. I don't know. 
maybe I'll have to get back to you. On that. I remember the one I particularly wanted to see was one painted in camo pattern. Oh, okay. That's very close to, I think that's the one near the turnaround point. Okay. The, mm. the second turnaround point or the first one? Oh, the second. When you're on your way to the finish line. Yeah. I'm trying to look it up, but I can't see what's actually. What's the name of the big festival they have in, it's like a, not every year, but Eka, Mecca, Eka? Eka's the Royal Easter show equivalent in Brisbane, but that's, yeah, that's every year which is just short for the exhibition. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then don't listen to me. Clearly, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Animals with Attitude Gold Coast Sculpture Trail. So there's 40 of them. And, yeah, they were put there between 2013 and 2015. And they remain on public display across the Gold Coast, Brisbane and Northern Rivers of New South Wales. Oh, okay. I've got the whole wrong state. No, no, you've got the right state. It was a fundraising initiative for Currumbin Wildlife Hospital. Oh, excellent. They're definitely at Kira, like 100%. Yeah, they're definitely there, but there seems to be a lot more. Oh, there's one actually inside Gold Coast Airport as well. Okay. So, yeah. Well, there you go. So, it was a fundraiser. There we go. Listeners, if you're in the vicinity of that park run or that area, see if you can spot a koala. Play Spotto. Play Spotto this weekend. But, uh, gee, Simon, um, I've run out of things to talk about. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it was a quick job for you this week. <laughs> it was indeed. It was indeed. Well, that sounds like it's it. As always, you can contact us via Parkrun Adventures on Facebook or at our email address, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That's it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. Thank you.